what up, people? This your girl, D. Willow, live on Dope Radio. It's Friday night, and I just wanted to shout out any and everyone that's still up. You know, I, I hope and pray that you're having an amazing evening and you have uh, some plans for this weekend. It's supposed to be nice, so take advantage of it before the rain comes in. Um, but yeah, so check this out. I hit up Tasi from East Union Radio. Asked him some que- oh well, just one question. Um, and it was about the youth. How do you reach out to the youth in today's society? And for me, I'll answer that question. For me, it, I think it's being relatable and being real. I feel like the youth will not be able to build a relationship with the people around them who are trying to guide them in the right direction if you're not being real with them, if you are not relatable, if you don't understand what they're going through, you can't really sit down and talk to them and try to guide them, I feel like, try to guide them in telling them, hey, you know, this is the right path, choose this path, especially when you don't know their background, where they're coming from, you don't know their struggles, you don't know the circumstances. Um, so for me, it's being real and relatable um, and just you yourself being vulnerable. I think a lot of times we try to put on this facade that, you know, we're stronger than what we are um, or as if things don't bother us. But I feel like if you can be real with the youth and let them know the struggles that you've been through as someone, you know, at, at their age, whether it was growing up um, in grammar, grammar school, middle school, high school, um, and just living in your community, the things that you saw, I think that um, if you can open up that door and have a real conversation with them, and let them know like the things that you've been through, it kind of gives them or makes them feel a little more comfortable. Um, but yeah, so myself, I work with the youth. I've worked with ages from four all the way up until the teens, 17, 18 years old. Um, and I think one thing that rings truth or that's the same with every age is like, Kids can be real. Kids are honest and they'll tell you like it is. They're not going to sit there and lie. And I think that's one of the things that I love about kids is that they're not doing it. Sometimes, most of the time, they're not doing it um, to hurt your feelings. They're actually, you know, just being honest. Um, And I think if you don't go in expecting kids to act a certain way or, um, coming off as being really protective or offensive of certain things, I think that you would be able to really make a difference. Um, and for me, working with youth is just, I feel like that's where I'm, I need to be. A lot of youth need attention and sometimes they're not getting it at home. And I have no problem with you know, sitting down and talking to the teenagers. I work with teens during the summer. Um, and I think one thing that stuck with me was uh, with a lot of them, a, a lot of the teens that I work with, they didn't have a lot of their um, parents around, whether it was their father or their mother. 
a lot of them were living with, you know, aunties, um, grandparents. And I feel like when we take time to really sit down and um, just see what they're going through and just, you know, you're, we're not nagging them. We're just, you know, trying to have fun and um, just see where they're at. I think that's like the most beautiful thing because kids will open up to you no matter the age. When you show them that you're interested, they'll open up to you and tell you things um, sometimes that, you know, you need to hear in order to help them and just them, you know, wanting to talk to you about things and get things off their chest. So um, the topic, as you can see, is about the youth, youth matter and I think as an adult and seeing um, things, you know, uh, roll out with other adults when they're talking to youth, sometimes they they make make them feel or I feel like sometimes us adults can make teens feel like they don't have a say, like they don't have a voice. And I think it's very important that we stop and take time to listen to them. Um, And one thing that I stuck with when I first started working with kids at the age of 19 I'll be 29 in two months um was when a child speaks you have to listen and I know sometimes you know they're talking about a bunch of nonsense and you don't really want to listen to it but it's important that we take that time to listen to them when they're talking because then you never know what they're going through until you actually sit down and listen Um, There were some situations where, you know, I've met, worked with students who were being abused mentally, physically, emotionally, and it wouldn't have never, it would have never came out if I myself and my coworkers didn't take that time to just sit down and talk with our students. Um, And a lot of times you never really understand what a child is going through until you actually listen to them. Um, so I just say that to, to everyone out there, whether you work with youth, whether you have children yourself, um, when a child speaks, no matter the age, take time to listen. Um, because there's a lot of things that they go through and us adults can sometimes make them feel like they don't have a voice, like they can't talk to us or that, you know, because they are a child or they are teenagers, that they haven't really experienced anything to talk about struggle. And I can say from my own experience that that isn't true. I remember growing up and, you know, going through things with my parents, um, going through things with uh, just myself in general, how I felt about myself, um, and trying to talk to adults but they look at you and they talk to you as if you're not really struggling. And I remember they always like, oh, you so young. You ain't been through nothing yet. You haven't gone through this yet. Oh, you still a baby. You still got time to grow. You still got. And it's just like, for me, it was never like that. It was, you know, hey, I'm going through something and I want to talk to somebody about it. But if you keep on putting me off, I'm just going to shut down. You keep over talking me. There's nothing for me to talk about. And I think it's important that we don't silence silence the youth 
um, by saying things to the point where it makes them not want to talk. So we're going to go take a break, pay some bills, and we'll be right back. Hey, you are back with your girl, D. Willow, on Dope Radio. This evening's topic is Youth Matter. Now, I know everyone has heard about the tragedy that happened over in Florida. Um, 17 students, including teachers, um, lost their lives in a horrific, horrific um, event. Um, uh, There was a shooting and... Now, uh, let me just say this. I think that it's not such a great idea for educators to have weapons on campus. And I'm going to tell you why. Trump has this big idea that, hey, this is a good idea. He thinks, by the way, he thinks everything is a good idea, a great idea, because it's a good idea. (laughs) Um... But he thinks it's a good idea to have educators on campus with weapons. Now, how I feel about that is, first of all, you can't even equip the educators with enough supplies to fulfill their classrooms, to make sure that they have what they need that these teachers have enough supplies to go around to each of these students throughout the school day but you want them to have a gun you want to purchase weapons for each of these teachers to protect themselves in case there was an active shooter on campus um I think, of course, like I said, it's not a good idea. Um, Second, I just think, honestly, there needs to be a more restriction on guns, owning guns. I honestly feel like gun control is not about taking the rights away from the citizens of the United States to bear arms. I feel like there needs to be a lot more restrictions, um, making sure that they're doing background checks, making sure that these guns are registered, making sure that the people who are getting these guns are licensed and are able to be licensed to get these guns. It is way too easy in our society, in our country, to be able to get a hold of a weapon, a gun, an assault rifle, um, and... I feel like we just need to make sure that we're taking those precautions and going out and voting, putting things on ballots to make sure that we have the right protection um, for our, not just ourselves, but most importantly, the children, for our children, because they shouldn't have to worry about going to school and feeling like they're not going to be protected if something happens like what happened in Florida. Um... I think that we need to make sure that we are having these conversations with our children 
because sometimes, you know, when they hear of certain things in the news, it causes anxiety. It causes them, you know, it's hard for them to sleep, hard for them to pay attention and focus. And I just feel like our children shouldn't have to worry about what are we going to do if someone comes to our school to shoot us? I read um, this post on Facebook and went viral of a mom. She said that she had a conversation with her son. He's 10 years old. And she asked him, you know, are you guys, she's an educator herself as well, a teacher. And she asked her son, are you guys practicing um, lockdown? What do you do during a lockdown? And her son said, do you mean an active shooter? She was like, yes, what do you guys do? So he told her, we're supposed to close the doors um, and barricade the doors with tables. And then the kids are to get behind us so we can protect them. And let me remind you, this is a 10-year-old child. The mom instantly got upset because she wanted to know why why. Her son, her black son, um, is being volunteered to protect a classroom against an active shooter. So she asked him, like, who told you that it was okay for you to do this? And he said, Mom, I volunteered. He said, I'd rather take, basically, he'd rather be killed protecting his classmates than to let his classmates be killed and him be alone. And she said that a lump formed in her throat because she couldn't understand that we've gotten to this point in our society in the United States to where our children have to even think about them being heroes and losing their lives to protect other people around them while they're at school. This is not something that our children should be used to. They shouldn't be comfortable with it. They shouldn't grow numb to this. This is not something that should be normal um, in our society. And so I think it's very important to make sure that we're talking to our, our children, talking to the youth, and reassuring them and letting them know that we're here, we stand with them, and we want to help them make these changes so that they can live in peace and they can go through school and not have to worry about or wonder if that one kid that got picked on or if that one kid that's always to himself or herself is going to come to the school and shoot it up because they're upset or because they just don't have the mental capacity to be able to take in everything that they're going through. We need to start having those conversations. We need to start um, equipping our schools with more counselors, people who are are, who are professional and and can give help to students who are struggling mentally and emotionally. Um, That and, and I feel like if we can do these things, maybe we can see some change. But I think handing guns to teachers to arm themselves, if there was, I just feel like it's not a good idea because what if, now I'm going to talk about this because race issues is very real. Um, And myself, I'm a black woman and I have children who are 
black and Samoan. And I want to make sure that I have these conversations with my children about, you know, the racial issues that we have in this in, in this society and even the ones that are happening in our community. Um, and so I just don't think that it's a smart idea for teachers to have guns because we hear all the time these teachers that are doing like these despicable things to children of color. And what if, you know, I hope and pray that this never happens, that any of this happens, but just thinking about teachers who already say they feel threatened by certain students pulling out that weapon because they cannot control their anger or control that feeling of having power because they have this weapon and they draw it on one of our students of color and they shoot that student and then there's oh well I feel threatened I felt like this. I felt like that. I pulled the trigger because we can't have we can't have those problems. And the only way to not have those problems is to not even bring guns in school and having teachers. I'm an educator myself and I just don't feel like that that's a good idea. Um so if you have any questions, any any uh comments that you would like to share, Make sure that you send me those comments, send them in a message so that I can share them on our next episode, um, which will be airing next Friday. And yeah, so this is the first ever show of Dope Radio. Every Friday, we will have an episode ready for our listeners And I hope you guys are, you know, any topics that you want to talk about. Remember, this is social. These are issues that affect our community, social issues. Um, And I think that we need to have these conversations to spark the minds that will create change in our communities. So if you have any topics that you would like to talk about, if you want to be on a panel, if you just want to send a comment or a question, please do so. Um, I will be reviewing them. I will be adding them to my episode. Um, and you never know, I might even, you know, tap in with you so that we can have this conversation together. Um, so I hope you guys are having a wonderful evening. I hope and pray that you have an amazing weekend and you have an awesome week. Have a great night. God bless. Peace and blessings.